Well, Boker Tov, everyone. Boker Tov. We're learning today the fourth Aliyah. Now we'll learn for the health of Leal Kabas Matla, Matla Basehoka. All those know that need a refuah Shalema. We'll be healed from this Galut that we're in. We're on chapter number eight. And the synopsis for today's chapter, um, today's learned lesson from the fourth Aliyah, having complete, so it's a Yud Gimel, 13th of Adar 2. Having completed the instructions regarding the procedures for the sacrifices, the Torah describes how Aaron and his sons were installed into the priesthood. Moshe assembled the entire Jewish people at the entrance of the tab- tabernacle so they could witness these rituals. Again, in Parshish Tzav, chapter 8, verse number 1. God spoke to Moshe saying, Take Aaron and his sons with him and the priestly garments, the anointing oil, the sin offering bowl, two rams and a basket of matzahs. This parsha was said seven days before the, the raising of the Mishkan. Because there is no chronological order in the Torah. In other words, even though it's written after the sacrifice that were commanded later, this, it, there's no order in the Torah itself. Kachasarin says Rashi, take Aaron. In other words, take him with words and draw him to accept upon himself the priesthood, the high priest. The sin offering. Um, these are the same sacrifices mentioned in the section about the commandments of the inauguration procedure in Parshas Vatatatzava. Earlier in chapter 29 of Exodus, and now on the first day of inauguration, God extorted, ex- extorted, exhorted him again at the actual time of carrying out the commandment to remind him, basically, I guess. It's a custom to do that. You do it before and after, but during the, as is happening. Then congregate the entire community at the, at the entrance of the tent of meeting. This is one of the instances where a small area held many people. Moshe did exactly as the Eternal commanded him, and the community congregated at the entrance of the tent of meeting. Moshe then said to the congregation, This is the procedure that the Eternal has commanded me to do. This is the procedure, says Rashi. In other words, things that you see me doing before you were commanded to me were commanded to me by the Holy One source of blessing and therefore do not say that I'm doing them for my own honor and the honor of my brother. The whole section dealing with this inauguration I've already explained in Pashas about the Tetzavah. Then drew Aaron and his sons and he bathed them in ritual water. He put the shirt on Aaron, girded him with a belt, dressed him in the robe and put on his ephod, the ephod like the apron, he girded him with the belt of the ephod and thus adorned him. Thus adorned him. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. I won this, but I want you guys to have it there. Oh, that was from the women's. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy for it. Happy for it. See you tomorrow. God willing. Okay. Very, very nice. Moving right along. What's for you? <laughs> uh, where are we holding? Uh, he just put the shirt on the he, he girded him with the belt on the ephod and thus adorned him with it. 
be placed the breastplate on him and inserted the Urmatumim in the breastplate. So Rashi, the Urmatumim, Ksav Shashem Mefedish, inscription of the explicit name of the Eternal. Placed the domed hat on his head and he placed the cord of the gold headband, the, the tzitz of holiness over the domed hat so that the headband lay to the front of his face all just as the eternal command. Moshe says Rashi, and he placed upon the domed hat in other words, the aquamarine threads that were fixed to the headband, he placed upon the domed hat, and thus the headband was connected to the domed hat. Mesha then took the anointing oil and anointed the dwelling and everything inside it, and thus sanctified them. He then sprinkled some of it on the altar seven times and anointed the altar and all its utensils and the washing urn and its stand so to, as to sanctify them. He then sprinkled some of it on the altar. I do not know where he was commanded to do these sprinklings. He then poured some of the anointing oil on Aaron's head and anointed him so as to sanctify him. He then poured and anointed. At the first, he poured some of the anointing oil on his head, and afterwards, he put some between his eyelashes, and he then draws his finger from one place to the other. Drew Aaron's sons near, dressed them with shirts, girded them each with belt, with a belt, and wrapped the hats on their heads, all just as the Eternal had commanded Mesha. is a term of binding. So the inside, we go to page 118. This um, inside talks about Moses makes all priests. Moses placed the tunic upon Aaron. So the Rebbe says, Aaron and his sons were elevated to their office by wearing the sacred priestly garments, Yom Tov. Since God instructed Moses to install Aaron and his sons as priests, it was he who had to dress them. The priesthood was a holy occupation, as much as it primarily interested and affected people who already were already interested in holiness. However, the purpose of the priesthood was to affect all the people, even those that were not openly interested in holiness. Moses was uniquely qualified to empower the priests to affect everyone because he had previously demonstrated his self-sacrifice for even the least worthy among the Jewish people. There is a Moses in each generation, the Torah author, uh, authorizes uh, authority who selflessly guides us in our divine mission. In addition, every Jew possesses an inner Moses, an inner point of consciousness that fulfill, fully identifies with God and his concern for every individual, these Moseses enable us to act as Kohanim, connecting ourselves and others to Hashem, to God. And may our love of our fellow bring about Mashiach now. Amen.